You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio. And uh, today I have a special guest for you guys as we uh, roll through the offseason, move toward uh, the Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, here to uh, to uh, talk Giants and, and uh, whatever else comes up today is a former Giants kicker, Lawrence Tynes. Lawrence, it's been a while since we've chatted. Thanks for hopping on. You bet, Ed. Thanks for having me. It has been a while. Um was a fun season, right? We uh, absolutely celebrate some wins and watch some pretty decent football. So that was encouraging. That was different. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've only been doing my Blue Rush show for three years, and it was night and day from the previous two. Absolutely, I can only talk uh, about bad football so much, right? Absolutely, I, I had to, I had to dust off the hey. How do I cover a good football team? You know, I had to, I had to, yeah. I had to dust that off for, for you for, and all the teams. other beat writers had to go back into the archives. There, there you go. Hey, before we get into the Giants, um, a couple of other sort of fun things I want to talk about with you. You've been a busy guy lately. You've been a busy guy on on, on social media lately, yeah. and um, most most of that defending your new york giants so mm -hmm. I, I gotta ask you about a couple of those i gotta ask you first and foremost about what the heck happened on that show you went on where with the whole eli thing what the heck oh, was yeah. that all about <laughs> yeah that was that was actually a lot of fun um so it's it, it is a parody account um but it, it it was two eagles fans right they they're just mm -hmm. you know they asked me to come on it's through fox sports and Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I, I say yes a lot. I rarely say no. And I watched, um, God, I did, did I watch one of their shows? And I thought these guys are just, you know, busting your balls the whole time. Well, you know, listen, I'm not going to let them go in on Eli. So <laughs> then you get the boot and it was all more tongue in cheek a little bit, but at the same time, you know, you could feel that they naturally did not think Eli was very good so I wasn't gonna, <laughs> I wasn't gonna let him talk about my quarterback like that so. you you weren't having any of no that. no 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 so and, uh, uh, they're funny guys so they're two former uh I want to say comedian slash you know personalities producers mm -hmm. so I, I knew a little bit I just didn't think it was gonna get it wasn't ever really intense though I, I kept my cool <laughs> but it was, kinda, it was it was fun though huh yeah but fun. yeah and um and you weren't you you weren't having any of Joe Staley going after Kayvon the other day either, nope. were you? <laughs> no, nope. because when you, for me, like when you don't like Kayvon didn't do anything. He didn't say anything to personally attack somebody. He was just having fun. Like, hey, I think we could beat the Niners, or we're better than that. Whatever he said. Mm -hmm. And then Joe Staley comes out of the left field 
with a tweet personally attacking Kayvon's, you know, ability as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, that kind of pissed me off because I'm like, you don't even play anymore. Joe Staley was a great player. He was, yeah, he, was. he was a really good player. Um, but to come in and attack, listen, I get it. He He's a Niner lover, just like we're Giants lovers. Um, and he was pissed off that his team lost. So, um, and then of course, Strahan came in. So listen, you mess with one giant, even these <laughs> young guys like Kayvon, you're going to get it up from all of us. So I just like to have well, guys back. Well, that, that, that's how it is with you guys that have been through championship teams and, and been together. And, you know, they, they say once a giant, always a giant. And it's, yeah. it's fun to see you guys kind of jump out of the woodwork and, uh, and defend well, I was the surprised Strahan came in, you know, because I know him and Kayvon have uh, developed some sort of a personal relationship this season. And so and that was fun to see, you know, Strahan mm-hmm. saying, don't mess with my kicker or my rookie. So that's, <laughs> uh, you know, you like to hear that from the big man. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So before before we get off this sort of uh, fun topic, I got to ask you, uh, did it burn you to see the Empire State Building in green? Yeah, that was – I couldn't even quite wrap my head around it. I thought somebody stole the key card to the control room, <laughs> and it had to have been an Eagles oh, fan. Man. I thought there's just no way the Empire State Building is green and white. I just – I don't know how you come back from that, right? Um, I really <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't know. And then I they tried know. to, I guess, did they They turned it red and white for the Chiefs like the day later, try and save face. I, there you go. That That is for one, that is for two teams. It's for the Jets and for the Giants. That's it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I happen to agree. So, hey, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about this Giants team. You know, you said at the top that, that it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, you guys were doing your show during the year. Um, when when you think about about the season th- that the Giants had, I mean, can you just can you sum up? You know, w- maybe when you kind of figured out that 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 this was real, that 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 there was something really good going on with the Giants. Yeah, I would I would have to go back to the the Jacksonville game. They were on the road, and we knew. You know, regardless of record, how, how talented of a team Jacksonville was, and obviously we saw that at the end of the year they made the playoffs. But I just thought that was a pretty good football team, and to go down there and win late, um, you know, I just the way they they ran the ball right, they imposed their will on that team late, running the same play literally six or seven times in a row. Um, of course, we lost a lot of players that game too, but. Um, that was the game where I said, man, this team is different. Um, they look different. They, they competed to the very end, and they're physical and well-coached. So it'd have to be that game is where I thought, man, this this team is good. Yeah, and what's your, uh, you know, just what, what's your Daniel Jones take these days? I mean, I, I think the Giants have been clear that Jones will be back next year. I think people are a little bit shocked by the the price tag that everybody hears, but shoot, even thirty five million a year, which seems crazy, but thirty five million a year is basically a mid level at this point I for agree. quarterback money. And that's I think people are shocked because they're misinformed, like me and you. We know the league, we study the league, we know what it's going to cost to sign him. Mm-hmm. And if that is sticker shock to everybody else, then you just don't know the market. I mean, 
the reality of it is if you can sit there and pay Dak Prescott 40 million plus a year, you can pay Daniel Jones 40 plus million a year because you're, you're next up in line. It's always the next guy up in line, right? It happens. Mm-hmm. Kickers, punter, any position, whoever's up next is going to get the most money. I mean, the, the franchise tag is 32 something, 32 point, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, his agent is not doing his job unless he's coming in. First numbers got to be mid forties. In my opinion, he's going to have to be, you know, you're going to negotiate off that, but that's just the price you have to pay. And, um, you know, well, John Mara likes him. He's got mm-hmm. someone in his corner there. Um, you do have to overpay for the quarterback at times, but you know, in two years from now, he'll still be middle of the pack if he's at the $40 million mark. Absolutely. And you, you can argue about whether he's top 10 or top 12 or, or yep. whatever, but, but just, I want to say this and I want your reaction to it. I looked at what Daniel Jones did this year and especially going to Minnesota and winning that game. And the question for me about Daniel Jones was always, is that sort of, I can go on the road and win a big game in a big spot and pretty much carry my team to it. Is that in Daniel Jones? And for me, when he went to Minnesota, that sort of answered that question. I'm just curious if you, you know, what you think about that. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. You know, he had, he had played pretty well all season. I'm not going to say great, right? He had done right. some nice things with what he had. Um, but to go into Minnesota in a playoff atmosphere and do what he did um, with the, with his legs and his arm, obviously not turning the ball over helped. That was big for him. You know, I, I think I mentioned it on our show after that game. I mean, he, he kept making himself money even from the game they lost right, right. Uh, in Minnesota. Cause he played very well, but uh, yeah, he he's got some of that it factor in him. Um, and I think next year, the confidence level he's going to have just being in the same system, knowing how Dable operates, knowing how Kafka operates, if he's back, if he doesn't get a I just think that the, you know, the common theme of, of being with the same staff will just really rejuvenate him as a player and give him that much more confidence. Yeah, it certainly helps because how many offenses have the Giants had in recent years? Oh. And when you talk about Jones in particular, I think – he went through a couple different offenses at Duke as well. Yep, with Cutcliffe. But the consistency, right? And then mm-hmm. you never want to discount. I never want to discount NFL players like a Richie James and Slayton and, uh, you know, Hodgins. And, and Hodgins is good, right? And I think Slayton's right. a, a pretty solid player. But he just never had that guy. And he hasn't. He's never had him. Um, right. So you want to see him with that guy, right. that receiver. And see what it does. Again, you know, I thought that what Brian Dable and Mike Kafka did this year with the with the guys that they had at wide receiver, and as you said, those guys did good jobs. But what they did, stack formations, bunch formations, all kinds of traffic crisscrossing the field, they did a fantastic job getting guys open with their scheme and their the routes and the combinations and all of that, to me what the Giants still lack is that guy who's open when he's not open. That guy yeah, you, exactly. the guy who can make the play for you 
You know, the guy that can do the things that T. Higgins and Jamar Chase did in the in the conference championship game the other day. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, the Giants won with scheme, not with talent. And, and and that's okay. You can win with scheme. You don't have to, you know, they don't have the most talented roster like an Eagles. The Eagles win with talent every week, and that's why they're so good. But that play, you know, that fourth down play in the AFC Championship where Joe Burrow throws it 40, 50 yards downfield. I think it was fourth and one, fourth and two. Right. And they throw it. He throws it to Jamar Chase into double coverage because he knows he's either going to get interfered with or he's going to make the play. Um, the Giants, to your point, they, they don't they haven't had that that alpha male in the re- receiver room or tight end room. You know, you think Bellinger can become that, but um, that's what that's what they're missing. And I think that'll be a huge emphasis, whether it be in the draft or free agency coming up. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I want to talk about Super Bowl, Super Bowl memories a little bit. But before I even get to that, I've got to ask you, when you're watching Brett Maher go through what he went through for Dallas, you know, for a couple games there, you're missing all those extra points. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? You know, watching this guy not be able to make an extra point. Yeah, it's tough to watch. Um you know, he had missed his only PAT the week before, too, and most people wouldn't know that, but kickers do just because you follow guys. But, you know, he literally – he with the four in Tampa, that was five in a row. Five PATs in a row. And I know they're 33-yarders, but, you know, once it becomes mental, it's hard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, if you would have sent him out there for a 33-yard field goal, he would have made it. It just <laughs> – there's something that it was that play, that particular – it's a PAT, and it got in his head. It really got in his head, and – you know, the one in San Francisco, that wasn't going in. Thank God he got blocked. So, the you know, right. most so people do, in the world. So it doesn't look like a miss. It's just a block. Yeah, that right. was not even close. That thing was so far left that it would have been honestly embarrassing had that ball cleared the line because that thing would have missed 30, 40 feet left. He hit it. It was bad. You just feel bad for guys like that. And you hopefully, hopefully he can come out of it because he had an exceptional season really good i mean he still has the most 60 yarders in the nfl which is incredible so um that's the challenge of kicking you know i've always said kicking in the nfl is not how many you make in a row it's it's what do you do after you miss you ever been you ever been through anything like that i mean i know we could talk about the green bay game but there were circumstances Mm. and but you ever been through anything like that even games practices 
Um, I'm sure I've had some days where the uprights look really skinny, you know, from, from close range, if you're not hitting the ball well, but kicking is just mental gymnastics. That's all it is. Um, you know, he made two nice field goals in that San Francisco game. Uh, but that's all kicking is. I I'm certainly, I've had the ups before. I'm sure you just have to figure out a way to get out of it. And that's why I said what I said earlier, I don't care how many you make in a row, but NFL kickers are defined by what do they do after they miss. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he struggled with that. So right. he's a free agent too. I, I'll be interested to see what Dallas does with them. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting situation. Hey, let's talk, you know, we got, uh, we got Super Bowl coming up here in, uh, in a few days. Um, I'm just curious when you think about the Super Bowls, that you've been in, you know, you've got two rings with the giants and first and foremost, I'm curious, you, uh, you treasure one more than the other. Yeah. The first one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just the way we won it, everything on the road, um, the teams we beat, right. Every team had beaten us outside of Tampa that season, little redemption tour. And then, yeah, I mean, it was a lot for a lot of reasons. It was stray hands first. It was, Coughlin's first as a head coach, Eli. Yeah, the, the first one. Um, and then, of course, you factor in that Green Bay game, you know, to go mm-hmm. up there and beat that team how we did. Yep. You know, Brett Favre, the elements. Yeah, yep. that one's got – they're both good, but the first one's better. I, I still don't know where you were going after you – where you thought you were going after locker you room. made that kick. To the locker room. That <laughs> was get, gone. To get warm. I don't – I was out. Yeah, that was uh, – <laughs> That's about as miserable as you can be. And just the mental toughness from everybody on both sides of the field to play in that game with those elements was, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm 44. I'll be 45 in May. I'm such a wimp. It's 30 <laughs> degrees outside. And I'm like, I'm not going outside. I, I couldn't do that right now. I could never do that again. No. I don't know. Well, man, I'm, I'm 62 and I'm sitting here in my office and I've got a fleece on. Oh, yeah. And the only reason I turned the heater off, I got the little space heater. The only reason I turned that off is because it makes noise. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. I sit with a little, uh, I'm sitting in my office too, but I I keep a little heating pad for my low back, like just plug it in right next to here. And I just, when I get cold, I just plug it Uh, in and place it behind my back because it warms me up. So there you go. We're just getting soft. There you go. Yeah, I got heating pads and ice packs. I don't know. No, aches time. and pains. There you go. There you go. But uh, I, I was out trying to coach my little CYO basketball team full of fifth and sixth graders last night. And I'm like, you know, my my jump shot range used to be 20, 22 feet. And now it hurts to shoot from that far. That is so funny. <laughs> well, good for you for coaching CYO because I coached it last year, freshman, high school freshman basketball. It's Never do not, that again. It, it it's not easy. You know, I've no. done it. I've I've done it for I've done it for um probably more than 20 years now. I've done it on and off. Now, and do you have a kid or a family member on the team? I used to, but but the program that I'm in, my my youngest boy, the last one I coached is 26 now. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a while, but it's just I give all kinds of credit to anybody who does it. Oh yeah. Because it's it's volunteer. You don't get paid. It is, and you just and and you catch a lot of abuse. <laughs> yeah, really my uh, my son came home last year 
He goes, hey, Dad, I'm going to play some CYO hoops. I said, cool. You know, it's, it's fun here. It's a big thing in the Kansas City area. These are so many Catholic schools. But, you know, they just turn into, like, pushing and shoving matches because you're playing mm -hmm. other Catholic schools, testosterone, 14, 15-year-old boys. And I'll tell you what, about five games into that season, I looked at my son. I said, here's the deal. Don't you ever sign me up for this again. <laughs> I, I the, These kids were, were, like, talking back to me on our team because – I was just trying to substitute. Hey, you get some playing time. Everyone plays, right? See why I forgot. Right. I had kids mm -hmm. like kind of raising their voice to me, and and mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm I should be in. I should be in right now. So I said, "Here's the deal." I, and I didn't. I do not take to that very well. Mm -hmm. Kids, you know, young kids talking back to an adult. So mm -hmm. I would sit guys. So I got. Yeah. To, I was coaching them like I was a paid coach. I said, "Yeah, you're you're on the bench. Rest of the game." So yeah, I was well, teaching I, more life lessons. Who cares about a damn CYO basketball game? But well, I, I I happen to agree because all I care about is that they have a good experience, that they learn something, that they that they show respect. You know that yeah. they respect each other. I had I had I had one little one little ten year old boy this year, all full of himself, come up and say to me, made a jump shot, and he said, "Coach, coach, you can't guard me. Oh yeah, you can't guard me." And I said, first of all, I can. Second of all, you don't want to find out, even though I'm still 62 years old. I said, you right. don't want to, you don't want to find out. And I said, third, you're never going to say that to me again. You know, <laughs> you're never, you're, you're never going to talk to me like that again. <laughs> They're wild. But They're it wild is, kids. it is, it is very, very different. But uh, hey, I wanted to give you a chance before I let you go to, uh, you know, I said at the top, you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on. You got mm -hmm. the you got the podcast with Paul Schwartz. I don't know if you guys are still doing that through the off season. We're done. Yeah, we're done. I do some things for Bovada. It's a gambling mm -hmm. website. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're done for the year. The the post, we had a good year with the the YouTube yeah. channel and Brandon London and Jake Brown. So it was, we had a good season. Listen, it helps yeah. when the Giants are winning, right? It's, Absolutely. It, it, people want to listen to that kind of stuff as opposed mm -hmm. to the. Joe Judge, McAdoo, Shermer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. I don't know about you, but I was. Uh, I, I'm certainly glad that it looks like the the two year Giants coaching cycle is over with. It does. Yeah, and, and you know, the, I think the most important thing is they got the GM right too, right? GM mm -hmm. slash coach, and then quarterback. I mean, if you have those three things, which it feels like the Giants do, um, you can say what you want about Daniel Jones, but that they have all three in place and that's, mm -hmm. that's important for any organization. Yeah. I think, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, Joe Shones, Joe Shane is a smart guy. Brian Dable is going to be there for a while. Yeah. Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones is not, you know, prime Aaron Rodgers, prime Tom Brady, but, but I think he's shown that he's a guy you can, he's a guy you can go forward with. So I think they've got yeah. those pieces. Now it's just a matter of, of what else they put around those guys. Couldn't agree more. And, and Daniel Jones checks a lot of the good boxes, you know, mm -hmm. um, and his play, his effort, uh, you can win with him. I, I'm certain you can win a Super Bowl with him. All right. So I did want to just give you a chance real quick. You know, you mentioned some of the stuff you're doing just to just to kind of check off the list of stuff you're doing and where people can uh, where people can find you and all that. Yeah, so I'm at LT4Kicks on Twitter, LT4Kicks on Instagram, and that's about the max of my social media. Instagram's <laughs> probably more family-related 
and Bovada mm-hmm. stuff, but Twitter is a wide open forum as we know. Yeah. Um, I enjoy Twitter. I know some people think it's a cesspool, but um, if you surround yourself with the right guys and mute the right words, you can mute <laughs> words on there, people. You know, people, people, Ed, people just love to get angry. They, they just want to yell about something, complain about mm-hmm. something. That's just people in general. Oh, yeah. So um, you can mute words on there, people. All of you with Twitter accounts, you can mute certain words and things that you don't want to hear or interact with, and they won't show up on your feed. So... I like it. I've surrounded myself with the right Giants fan base, the right NFL people. So it's uh, and sure we have fun with like a Joe Staley from time to time, but uh, I enjoy it. But hey, hey, how about that? Twitter can actually be fun. It can be, <laughs> but people, or... yeah, people just want to use it to get upset about something, which is like fake. Mad, I don't know. It drives me nuts. Oh yeah, I, I hear you. I, I I always say that uh, you know. By and large, I love the community at Big Blue View, and by and large, I love my followers on Twitter and all of that. But but there are times when I wish I could do this job without having to communicate with readers and fans. No, no, no. You're you're absolutely right because there are a handful of Giants diehard fans that love, and they know exactly who they are. If they're listening to this, you know who they are. There's about five of them out there that just think they know every single thing about a team. <laughs> that that drives me a little bit crazy because they talk like they've been there and done that and um, yeah. i'm all for opinions i respect them all but like and, the way some people talk about certain players just really gets my yeah gets me and, and every, everybody's everybody's entitled to their opinion i, I what, what i always what i always try to say is look you know i value tremendously opinions and thoughts from people like you who have been inside the building and you know you've worn the uniform and and from people that have that have scouted professionally and people that have sat in front offices and and you may disagree with those people but I think you have to respect the fact that that they've sat in those shoes that they've done that job that they have a deeper understanding you know that, than a guy on his couch my dog is trying nope. to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're almost done. So yeah. we're almost done. So, but that's, that's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of great, there's a lot of really, and to be honest with you, there are just some casual fans, Giants fans out there that are outstanding, mm-hmm. very good at what they do. The people that cover the team, uh, you know, just, just for free. There's some mm-hmm. people that do it just because they love the team and they are very good, you know, mm-hmm. and you've got to, you know, I love liking their tweets, and I mean, yep. there's some people that know what the heck they're talking about. Yep, you got to give them their props. Anyway, thank you very, very much for the time. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it won't be so long before we do it again. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed uh, being here. Thanks for having me, and enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs! We can't have an <laughs> NFC East team that is, win it. That is true. You've got, you've still got a little Chiefs blood in you. I do, so. I do. I'm in town, and the town's excited, and. I'm happy for him. I mean, listen, as long as you've got 15 back there, you're probably going to get a bunch more. There you go. There you go. All right, Giants fans, thank you very, very much for listening. Take care of each other. Stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping, and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. 
It's no wonder the Fundrise Flagship Fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise Flagship Fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise Flagship Fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.